Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Print On Demand cast, the gold standard for print on demand information. And I just made that up. The award-winning podcast. What award, do you ask? You'll see. We've earned them. Again, <laughs> completely making it up. Uh, but it is good to be back on the show. Travis, how's it going over there in the office right next door to me? <laughs> it's going pretty good. Uh, yeah. Today was Today was a Monday, so I'm glad to... End it with a podcast and yeah, uh, a little moon. eleven ounces of liquid gold um, <laughs> to help the day go down nicely. Yeah, um, yeah. It was like a Monday and a half today. We had a couple people that weren't in the office, um, and then yeah, one of our one of the stores that um, you know on Deco blew up over the weekend. So we're getting a lot of things with that. It and did. Then, a lot of the different things were going on today, weren't there? How was your Monday? Yeah, it was in it the was, same exact good. place. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was good. Uh, again, you, you came in to, to my this is kind of like a bullpen. We've got Amy that sits here, mm-hmm. and then Tate, your production manager, and your son who sits there. So it is very much a bullpen environment. Uh, but you came in and you were like, Hey, uh, does this usually happen? Just deco blows up overnight? I'm like, Yeah, when people launch new designs or you know, whatever, mm-hmm. it's kind of it is very hit and miss. The last two weeks, you've had, we've had Deco integrated to things. It was kind of like catching up and a smattering of things. And then this week, it's mm-hmm. like forty-two orders overnight, and so yeah. it was it was it was crazy and had a lot of um, quotes and stuff yeah. to send out to to people today. Working on you know getting some some bulk orders and some contract work done, and so you know knocked all of that out. Kind of it it seemed Mondays always seem to be um slaying the closest dragon <laughs> you know what i mean like you, you have plans <laughs> yeah. and then monday happens you're like okay i'm gonna take on the closest thing to me so um but overall man it was it was it was good it was a good it was a good monday but i am like you uh happy to be washing down monday with the spoonful <laughs> of sugar <laughs> that is blue moon um, no, I, Hey, I am excited about this episode, man. We don't really have a, a point of interest cause it's another interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, the dad joke is going to come during the interview. So you get two dad jokes mm-hmm. again. I think we're trying to set a precedent to where the guests also bring a dad joke with them. Um, right. but this guest is unique in the fact that it is the first, as far as I'm, as far as I know, avid listener, kind of fan of the show coming yeah. on to the show because she also is running her own shop in uh in australia so um fiona darcy is is going to be our interview and if you're a listener and you're in the facebook group you know fiona she's contributed quite a bit and she comments all the time on mm-hmm. on the stuff we do so travis talk talk a little bit how this came to be uh for her to be on the show and you know we just wrapped the interview so what are you looking mm-hmm. forward to our listeners hearing from fiona uh, well, the interview kind of came from, I mentioned a few weeks ago, she fulfilled some things for me in Australia and in yeah. New Zealand, like two different orders for a client that I had that, um, yeah. So uh, when she did that, it just kind of got me thinking, I'm like, she's got a whole production facility. We should just have her on as a, as an interview. And, um, so she agreed, she was a little nervous, but, um, <laughs> she does really a great job. Yeah. Um, she's got a very, uh, <clears throat> excuse me she has a very um uh how should i say? like kind of a laser focus like intensity as far as like yeah she, she's had a lot of adversity and she just keeps going and she doesn't stop and it's and it's really paid off for her um and so that that kind of i'm i'm hoping yeah. that that is communicated in the interview um you know just just kind of that that mindset of if you want something just keep going because yeah. um, there's going to be setbacks and, you know, in, in ministry uh, over the years, as I, you know, pastored and stuff, we would always talk about how, um, you know, failing 
um, the only, the only failure is the one who doesn't get up after the failure, you know, or after the, the, something that happens, if you get up that by definition, you're not a failure anymore. You can fail, but you're not a failure. And, and Fiona right. has, has failed. She's had stuff happen to her, but man, she is far from a failure and she's really kind of kicking butt and taking names down under. And, uh, so I am, I'm excited for the listeners to, um, to understand her story a little more and hopefully get some inspiration from it. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm looking forward to just, you know, we have, I feel like we have a lot of people who um, maybe not, not gurus. That's not the right term, but people who have kind of established themselves in certain niches, experts, you know, with KDP or Merch mm-hmm. by Amazon with Chris Green and a lot of people who um, have kind of maybe in the listeners, view from the listener's viewpoint are kind of like untouchable right mm-hmm. um which which isn't which isn't true right it's all attainable yeah, you put exactly. in the work. but to listen to have fiona on who is a listener who is you know building thing building it from the ground up over the last six years so for this for other listeners to be able to hear her story hopefully we'll also encourage them that hey this is just this is someone that listens to the show and and I know Fiona, I see her on the Facebook group and she's killing it in Australia. Okay, I can do this too, kind of thing. Right. So um, hopefully it brings encouragement uh, to everybody. So with that, uh, we are going to go to this week's main event. Ladies and gentlemen, the main event. All right, Travis, this week we have another guest, another interview, and it's super exciting to have uh, this particular guest on because she's actually a uh, an avid listener of the show, which we will cover with her. Uh, mm-hmm. But we've got Fiona Darcy on the show with us uh, today for this episode. Just a little bit about Fiona for those that you might not know her. If you've been in the Facebook group, you've probably seen her commenting and posting here and there. Uh, but uh, Fiona started in the industry with her when her son was born in 2015 and got her first embroidery machine. Since then, she has grown Fusion Tees shirts into a successful print and embroidery business over the past six years with the help of a very good friend and mentor, Tone, which I hope that's how you say the name. It's Tone or Tony. We'll say Tone. We'll ask her when she comes on. <laughs> Prior to any of this, she ran a 130-acre sheep farm in rural Victoria. Yes, she is from Australia. Uh, health issues affected her ability to hold down a real job. However, the love for her POD business and the freedom of ours have improved her life immensely. Until now, Fiona has been working on average of uh, 14 hours a day solo, but just recently trialed her first staff member. Um, whether she's in the print room or the car, they are either listening to Micmacs, which I need to ask what that is, uh, Encanto soundtrack, haven't seen that movie yet, or more than likely the POD cast. She is on her fourth time fourth time which is (laughs) nuts uh so she she, i think she holds the record uh and unless someone wants to dispute that um i think she is the record holder for most pod cast hours logged but we are very (laughs) very happy to welcome fiona darcy to the print on demand cast fiona thank you so much for taking time out of your day over there in australia to join us on the show no worries thanks for having me yeah, yeah. What time is it over there in Australia? I was just talking to travel about, about the, 11, the time difference. Sort of lunchtime on Tuesday morning. Okay. okay. So wow. so right now it's uh it's Monday. It's almost six here. So yep. um you're in the future. How is Tuesday? Oh, Do yeah. I want to go no, ahead and have good. a Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, it's worth having a Tuesday. It sounds like okay. it's better than a Monday, so it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to Tuesday at this point. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, so you are, um, you're probably our biggest uh fan of the show, so we're super, super honored to have you on. Um, you, you contribute a ton in the Facebook group and um, yeah. help, and you ask good questions, you also help people if you can. Um, I actually shouted you out a few episodes ago. You've helped me with some print-on-demand fulfillment in Australia and New Zealand when I wasn't able to ship to those countries because of COVID. And um, you've just been a huge, um, uh, you know, a, a, a wonderful person to have in our kind of uh, ecosphere, you know, our group. And uh, we really appreciate you taking the time in the middle of your day to come on and join us. So let's jump in and um, just hear 
like how we'll you got started. Joke I know we, first, you're gonna. Oh, you're we gonna should do a dad, dad joke. joke. That's right. I'm so sorry, Josiah. I was gonna skip joke. right over we that. We are going to bring Fiona in on everyone's favorite segment, the weekly dad joke. Time for the weekly dad joke. All right, we will uh, give ours first, and then Fiona, you can uh, you can follow up with yours. So, okay. Uh, recently I was at, um, a birthday party and I was watching a Mexican magician. Uh, mm-hmm. and he was, he was amazing. And for his last trick, he said he was going to disappear on the count of three. And he went uno, dos, and then poof, he disappeared without a trace. And that's this week's weekly dad <laughs> joke from your friend on demand cast hosts. <laughs> Fiona, let's hear your uh, dad um, joke this week. All right. Well, mine, mine um, apparently were too lame. So I got one of the girls, like the, the new employee we've got to give me hers. So um, apparently there's this new brand of fly spray that you can get. So she went into the shop to buy it and she went up to the counter and she said, look, you know, I've got this can of Mortine. It says it's new and improved. Is it any good for mozzies? And um, the guy behind the counter looked at her, shook his head and said, no, it bloody kills them. <laughs> yes. Ah, the newest you, edition Scott. of this segment. Yes, Michael Scott can never go wrong. Yes. Uh, no, love man, Michael Scott. Yes. Fantastic. All right, uh, Travis, uh, go ahead. You, I'll, I'll let you resume before I so rudely interrupted you skipping everyone's favorite segment. I uh, know. I feel bad. I, I almost skipped the dad joke. So please forgive me, print on demand cast listeners. Um, so Fiona, yeah, tell us how you got started in the in print on demand. I know Josiah kind of alluded to it a little bit in your intro, but um, like, what gave you the impetus to to actually jump in? Um, well. As Josiah said, I run a, um, well, we, we still have the 130-odd acres uh, sheep farm. So mm-hmm. I was running that with my husband, and he also works full-time, so he works about an hour and a half away. Um, so he was doing it on the weekends. I was doing it during the week. And then um, uh, my little fellow was born, so he was born in 2015, and mm-hmm. I just found I couldn't get out onto the farm as much as I'd like to. So, um, and for health reasons, I sort of haven't been able to get a, a real job, as, <laughs> as I've been told. Um, so my my aunt, who I adore, and my grandfather um, purchased me a secondhand embroidery machine, mm-hmm. just a domestic Disney sort of one. Um, had nothing but headaches with it. So <laughs> took it in to get it serviced. The guy told me, look, it's it just doesn't work. Um, it's too old. And so... Mm-hmm sold me on a new one and I've been hooked ever since so I went from there to within about six months I had seven um domestic embroidery machines which I was running and I never planned on it turning into a business I was just having fun um but I've loved every minute of it embroidery is um I know most people hate it I love to hate it and I hate to love it really it's one of those (laughs) um it's it's a bit of a nightmare but I think once because that was my first thing, once I focused and spent all my time on it, it just became second nature. Um, yeah, and then from there we sort of grew and um, we expanded into industrial embroidery machines. I say we, it's it's just me at the time. Um, expanded into industrial embroidery machine and then the opportunity came up to buy a DTG printer. Mm. Uh, so we did that and then met a very good friend and mentor of mine, Tone, um, who would you, you were right to say already is actually short for Tony, but I, I just good, I, good, good. We like to shorten everything in Australia, so everything yeah. is <laughs> it's yeah. same number of letters, but it just sounds better. So, yeah. um, yeah, Tone got me into that, and then, um, listening to your podcasts and things like that, it's changed the way I look at things. So, we've then expanded, so we did vinyl and all that sort of thing, and then that's been going for quite a few years. And now, we've since listening to you guys, we have, um, bought a wide format um, printer mm. so because nice. we sort of looked at what was in the market and thought about it and thought why not so mm-hmm. i'm sure there's a good reason why not but <laughs> yeah <laughs> it works okay yeah that's awesome so where where are you currently selling right now uh, online different channels or what does that look like as far as where you are um yeah we so we have our own website um mm-hmm. which we were using um shopify and mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, we, we did have a bit of a chat about it through the Facebook and then you um, you went through a, 
a podcast for me, which was brilliant. I've listened to that one quite a few times to pick up things. <laughs> so um, we're switching across to Deco Network. And thanks to mm-hmm. um, Travis oh, and Uncle awesome. Mike for the code. That was that was amazing. Um, <laughs> that, that made a big difference. So we're setting that platform up uh, at the moment. So prior to that, we sell on through Shopify on our own website. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have some stuff on Etsy, but not much. And then that's that's pretty much the only thing, the only place we really sort of aim because okay. up until now we've done um, like customers and organize, sorry, organizations and businesses and things, we do their garments. So oh, it's sure. only since listening to you guys that we've actually looked at it and gone, hey, we could actually do print on demand the way that you guys do. So we've mm. got all the facility here. We just need more manpower. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, skipping ahead uh, on our little outline here, I'm just curious because you said your your business kind of started with um, local, right? And then yes. you, after you were doing local, then you moved to e-commerce and then potentially even Etsy and some of the channels. Um, I'm curious, like, what is your percentage of like local business to online orders? And is there a plan to like increase one or the other? Yeah, so... Um... We started so when I when I met Tone, um, so he's actually a senior graphic designer. He's amazing, and so mm. he does a lot of our graphics. Like he designed the wallpaper for me. He's just phenomenal. Wow. Um, I was going to ask. That looks amazing behind. Yeah. If you're not watching Thank on you. YouTube yes. channel, yeah, she's got this incredible banner behind her that has all this vivid color that they. We asked her before we pressed record. She actually printed it on. You printed it on your new wide new format toy. printer. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. Thank you. Yes. Well, Tone Tone designed it because. And look, that's why I say he's, he's more than just a friend. He's, um, yeah, I just ring him and say, oh, look, I, the walls in here are boring. And he said, all right, I can get on to it. <laughs> and so, I mean, like, we're paying him, obviously. He's, he, doesn't yeah. work, he does work for the love of it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> um, so when, when I met him, he actually, he owned Fusion T-shirts. So I owned a different business, but it was exactly the same thing. Mm. And so he wanted to get out of it after a while. So I ended up purchasing all of his equipment from him. And he sold me the business for a dollar on top of all of his equipment, which is wow. phenomenal. Yeah. Um, because as he said, like he knew that I, I had the drive and wanted to take it further. Yeah. And it's been his baby for many years and he just, he didn't sort of want it to be ending. So, so he's still on board and his lovely wife, Gab, they're, they're like our biggest supporters. So when, when we bought it from him, we also gained all of his um, clientele, all of his customers. Yeah. So he does a lot of um, big business, like they, they get their shirts, they get their promotional gear that they put in their stores. Mm-hmm. So we never really had um, the need for an online shop until COVID hit. And then we <laughs> thought, look, let's, we've got the time, let's diversify and do some stuff so we can't go mm-hmm. anywhere. Um, so that, that was really good. It, not, not COVID itself, but the fact sure. that we had that, that break. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and it was good because it kept it kept him turning over, it kept us turning over, and so since then, and like I said, listening to you guys, we've got now the print on demand mentality, I suppose you'd say. Sure. So, we we do a lot of charity work, um, and there's a so we don't we don't charge profit on that sort of thing. So we've got um, an organisation over here in Australia called Friend in Me, and so they, um, without going into too much detail, it's it's for kids that. It started by one little boy who had uh, disabilities and wasn't invited to a birthday party. Hmm. And then no one came to his birthday party, which you can imagine would be absolutely heartbreaking as a parent. And so um, a friend of mine, Lou, started this organisation for all the, all the kids, essentially, to, to feel included. And so the, their theory is no, sorry, their motto is no child left behind. Hmm. So they were pretty much our only major customer that we had before we got the business from Tone and amalgamated the two. And so they're, they're still on board. They're still fantastic. But we've, we've learned through them that we can offer things online and do print on demand because that's what we do for them. We just never yeah. had a name for it. So, um, and I'm sorry, I've rambled that long. I forgot the rest no. of the question. <laughs> no, so I was just good. asking what the percentages of like local to what we would call print on demand. So we, we were... Um, probably 80, 20, so 80 local, 20 sort of print on demand. And mm-hmm. we're now looking at, we've pretty much reversed that completely. And oh, wow. We, especially with the Deco Network, because we're able to offer people, um, set up your own store, we print for you, which is mm-hmm. something that's 
I'm not going to say it's unheard of in Australia, but I think there's only like three or four guys doing it and they're all looking wow. nice, so you don't get that personal touch. Sure. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we're just sort of implementing that now and it's it's been fantastic so far. Everybody's sort of got on board and yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So you mentioned you have um, the wide format printer that you said was our fault that you have it yes, now. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, embroidery, a DTG printer. So that's three. What other print methods do you have? Um, so, and how do you determine which one you'll use for which products you offer? So kind of give us a rundown of what's all in your shop. So that, that's actually a really good question. Um, <laughs> so we've got sublimation. So we've got a wide format sublimation printer. Um, mm-hmm. We've got, we can do vinyl. Uh, we've got the wide format printer, um, which does wallpaper, stickers, almost anything you can think of. Oh. Um, we've got our DTG printer, which we've um, upgraded. We've got the Epson, they call it a 2160 here, but I think it's 2100 to you guys. Yep, yeah, sure. So yep. we're looking at upgrading that in the next couple of months to the big fella because you've talked about it. And <laughs> yeah. now I, I'm Another thing she can blame this. us for. <laughs> <laughs> I will send to the bill for that one. Though. No, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got embroidery and we've got Oki. So we've got the six the six different processes. Um, we did have an – well, we, we there is technically seven because we can do different stuff on the wide format printer. But sure. it's, it's really just six, six processes. Sure. Um, and as for how do we know which one to use for each. So when a garment comes in – or sorry, when an order comes in, if it's sublimation – you guys know if it's sublimation, it's sublimation. Um, mm-hmm. The main and vinyl is pretty. Um, we don't we don't really do a lot of vinyl because we've got the DTG and I love it. Right. Um, so we do vinyl if if the, that's what the customer's after, or if it's after something specific. But sure. Or if it's as you know poly, um, mm-hmm. so not one hundred percent cotton if you can't do it on that. But the Oki is actually one which is so the Oki is the I don't know what you uh, what it's called. It's a white. Um, white toner, white printer? toner printer, right? That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Oki's just the brand. I think so. Right, right. Oki's the brand of uh, of the actual printer, but yes. then they basically take out the black toner and replace yeah. it with white toner, um, so you can have kind of a full color image that you, then you can use to print or adhere um, heat press to pretty much any type of garment or fabric or yeah. pretty much That's, anything, and you, right? And you can you can do. Um, anything with it like we've done mm-hmm. um we've we've actually printed it on walls just for a bit of fun oh wow <laughs> but you can put it on drink bottles um flasks any, anything uh, really mm. teddy bears we, we, we do it like anything that i guess that's sort of our if none of the other pro- processes will work on it sure yeah. would be ideal that's that. when we use oki yeah. Yeah. We actually had, and I, I say, I've looked at the white toner printers for, you know, years and, and my, at the end of the day, I said, no, I don't like that because um, I was comparing it to the cost of like a DTG print. And it's just, to me, it was way higher with an Oki print, like a full sheet of Oki, um, you know, the toner printer versus because you have to pay for the sheet and then you have to pay for the adhesion and, you know, just all these different things versus, DTG was kind of a, to me, it was cheaper, but I can see where that would really come in handy if you had a full color sleeve print or something on a shirt or, you know, um, something else. I we, we just recently did some shirts for a church that wanted a sleeve print. We couldn't actually do them. So, uh, well, we could, but it was only like five or six shirts and we're going to do a whole bunch more, but, uh, you know, had we had an Oki printer, we could have printed, used one and just printed a whole bunch of these little teeny tiny things all across the page. And, you know, for five bucks or whatever, four bucks, we could have had like 20 of these little crosses that then we could have, you know, adhered them really easy to the sleeves and to wherever they needed us to. So I think there are applications, like you're saying, for pretty much every type of print technology. What do you guys find you're using that uh, white toner printer for the most? Um, well, like you say, the the, the batching, um, so like you could print a heap of them, but what, what we actually do is we're, I'm not going to say sneaky, we're a little bit um, switched on, uh, that's not even the right, I don't know what the expression would be, but <laughs> so if, if we only need, um, so we print them on A4, A3 because it's cheaper, so if we only need um, half that sheet for the customer stuff, what we do is we print, we just fill up because we use Illustrator to set up all our artwork, so we just mm-hmm. set it up on an A3 page and we fill every bit of blank space with our logo. So that way, oh, okay. as so we press our logo into the back of every T-shirt that we sell. 
Um, oh, nice. Not, not that we sell for other customers, but ones that come through us. Mm-hmm. Like if we do football teams, we not only have our own hang tag, but we will press those in there. So that, that comes in handy for that. Our, our biggest thing with the Oki is probably hoodies. Hmm. Um, I mean, I know you can do them on the DTG, but um, as you've discussed before, because of the pocket, it the yeah, the, the platen height is it can look not as crisp as you would want it to yeah, comparatively definitely. to like a transfer of vinyl or the oaky for sure. Yeah, definitely. And sorry, the other thing um, that we actually came up with the other day, which was um, it could have been a massive disaster. We were doing a um, a fitness group, and they had this mm. tiny, tiny lettering around, but it's around in a loop. So when we tried to cut it on the vinyl cutter, it just wouldn't work. So we okied them and everything was flawless. Like it does a quarter of an inch high, um, really mm. fine text. And there's no weeding. You just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit of a learning yeah, curve. Yeah, that's nice. But, yeah. So it yeah. saved our butt a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really cool. <clears throat> so tell us which of all these toys that you have. Well, so was there anything else? Did did we did we cut you off on the okie? Were there any other? No, no, no. That, that was, that was okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So which, which one's your favorite? Um um, like Josiah said before we press record, which is your least favorite and why is it embroidery? <laughs> but it's not embroidery, which is why I'm curious because everything else sounds like a blast. Embroidery makes me want to drink more of these. Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. Embroidery has um, probably driven me to drink a few times. Um, it is only lunchtime, so I won't today. But um, yeah, look, I love embroidery only because I started with embroidery. And so sure. I was naive and energetic and enthusiastic and had nothing else really to put my time into. So, sure. um, but an industrial embroidery machine is so much better than when you have sat and dealt with a single thread. Um, mm. Look, there's nothing against the genome. I loved it. But we had mm-hmm. seven running at, at any given time. And now I've got the multi-needle ones. It's like it's heaven. So, mm. um, but the same can be said about the DTG. We started with um, an M2. I don't know if you guys, yeah, well, you would have seen. Yeah, I've seen yeah. the M2. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that is um, the M2. It has the two platens, right? Yes. And yeah. you can run two at a time. Yeah, I think um, Brandon O'Connor, who we had on oh, way yeah. back, they started yeah. with that before they got their uh, 3070s. Um, yes. But they were running those for quite a while. And they had, I think they had two of those. So they had four mm-hmm. platens. Yep. Um, but the you know they obviously were they were just jumping for joy when they got the 3070s because they were so much faster even just with a single platinum yeah. it was just not even it's, comparable and it's amazing the difference because I actually had three M2s running at any given time um, mm-hmm. before we moved out like because we we're in the house instead of the, the our facility out here and um, when I went I went to an expo and saw the Epson running. And mm-hmm. the guy there, Gary, really nice guy, said to me, come and look at this. And I'm like, no, 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 I love the M2s. Just leave me alone. <laughs> and he ended up dragging me over. And the first T-shirt he printed, I'm not going to lie, I looked at and thought, I can do better than that in my sleep. Um, <laughs> but then the second T-shirt that they actually printed properly just blew my mind. And mm. the, 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 it was just, I've actually still got it many, many years later. It's it's sitting in a cupboard. I want to frame it, but I didn't print it. So, But it's actually, uh, it, it's beautiful. <laughs> And so that's mm. what sold me on it. That and the I don't have to spend three hours a day cleaning it. Yeah. <laughs> so the maintenance, the maintenance yeah. on the um, Epson is just phenomenal. Lack of maintenance, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we talked a little bit about um, Deco Network, which I would love to hear more about as far as what your experience has been, what you think, what you think of it so far. Because we use Deco here. I've used Deco for for years. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. but uh, apart from just Deco, are there any other tools that you use that are specific for print on demand? Uh, any other softwares you use or anything sorry. like that? Um, hang on, sorry, one sec. I just no, you're good. It's flat. There we go. It wasn't charging. Um, oh yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we've got into Deco. We don't really use any other um, tools specifically for, except for the artwork side. So we use Illustrator sure. and that sort of thing, and the rips that come with the programs. But other than that, um, Mm -hmm. I found Shopify was frustrating and Etsy also in the same sort of thing until I listened to a podcast that you had where you could have um, smart objects. I didn't even know they existed. Mm. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so I set those up that this that day I listened to it. And then I think I listened to it three or four times while I was doing it, and each time I picked up something new. So that um, that sort of thing in the software, like Illustrator and Photoshop, has made a massive difference. But awesome. other than um, Deco Network is is just it's come a long way. I yeah. think it's not that it's come a long way. We've come a long way since I first started trialed it out, mm-hmm. and now I'm using it for something a bit different. So it's it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So you just you just mentioned like one kind of takeaway you got from the POD cast and um, not to be too, uh, you know, um, I don't know, you know, humble brag or whatever. But um, I'm just curious. I I, I mean, first of all, thank you a million times over. We've said it a thousand times. It's crazy to have to have somebody listen to you talk about something multiple times, you know, and just um, listen so often. I'm just curious if there's like one or two things that you're like, oh, this really changed our business. And like when, when you heard it and maybe we can even like look it up and, um, you know, find the episode number so we can tell the listeners, you know, where those things were. Do you have anything like one or two things? You just mentioned one about the smart objects. I don't even know when we talked about that. I can't find that episode. (laughs) I was going to say it was, I could actually, I could probably tell you it was, I've listened to it a few times. It was when you were talking about, um, different different softwares you can use so and i did have a list of them on the whiteboard um hmm. yeah and there were other sort of plugins that you can use okay. in photoshop but um to answer your question the probably the one of the the second biggest takeaway would be having listened to you say travis saying saying about organizing your files Mm. Um, I've always sort of, I'm probably, I, I get the feeling Josiah's on the same sort of page. It's like, yeah, worry about it later. Um, I, could, <laughs> I could be wrong, <laughs> but um, it's one, been one of those things where I think I, th- I thought my files were well sorted out until we mm-hmm. started getting more and more orders and having to look yeah. up files for customers. And yep. so then um, I sat there and wrote down, like, I mean, it's on the whiteboard next to me, the design ID and how, how you put in a spreadsheet. Uh, which I've never mm-hmm. thought of doing. So that 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 has made a massive difference, especially now um, we've got other people in here, not just myself. So yeah, th- that's made a massive difference. Um, but probably the number one takeaway is that, to be honest, I'm not alone. And I, I just love hearing about all the new technology and all the, just the things you, that, like the point of interest, obviously, but the other things that you find <laughs> And, and you share, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, I do sort of um, dance and sing around to the Point of Interest song. But <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's awesome. No, sh- no shade. We're throwing no shade. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, and, and um, I will say that my six-year-old has spent probably the first three months asking who Aunt Jackie and Uncle Mike are. <laughs> when, are, when are they coming to visit? <laughs> yeah, and he keeps saying, are they my aunt and uncle or yours? I'm like, no, no, no. And then he thinks they're yours. So I just figured we'll let him go with yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, let him yeah. believe it. That's fine. Yeah. That's too funny. Uh, well, the episode you're you're referring to um, is uh, the POD cast episode 10, organizing your SKUs and designs. And I go into detail about how I did it. And it's, you know, it's not the only way to do it, but um, it's something to at least consider um, when you're, when you don't have a lot of designs, because if you implement it now, when yeah. you do have a lot, you'll, you'll really be thanking us that later. So take a listen yeah. to exactly. episode 10. I'm glad that helped you feel. And I know it's helped. We've gotten comments that that really helped some other people too. So I know yeah. even, in fact, it even helped Josiah's wife, I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was. I'm with you, uh, Fiona. I was kind of like, yeah, we'll get to it later. It was yep. more emphasis on just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing yep. what was going to work. Um, but yeah, and the other one that you were talking about, I think um, when talking about smart objects, might be episode 28. We talked about free Photoshop alternatives and Photoshop yes. itself. That um, and how, and that's where Travis kind of delved into smart objects as well. Um, so that, that might be, so go ahead and take a listen to episode 20 as well, if you're listening. Um, so yeah, but I, I, I just want to echo listen, Travis. Listen to them all. Yeah. <laughs> Five the, the, times. Every, Catch up with Fiona. Every time Fiona. We, we listen to it again, there's like nuggets of gold in just mm. every single podcast that you might miss mm. the first time or second time or third time, but you will eventually pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I echo Travis's sentiment where it's just, it's awesome. Uh, and we're very thankful for 
your listenership. Um, if you mm-hmm. ask Travis, he'd probably say the same thing that our wives don't think we're as funny as we think we are. So the fact, <laughs> that, any, the fact that anyone listens to what we say once is, is uh, awesome enough. <laughs> right, <laughs> five right. times around is, is awesome. Um, <laughs> no, well, I, I, I really appreciate it. And it's, it's, it's fantastic because I'm in the same boat. Look, I could talk about business, this sort of, like the print on demand business all day yeah. long. And my poor mm-hmm. darling husband's eyes just glaze over after not even five minutes. He's <laughs> deaf in one ear and he's ignorant in the other. And then, <laughs> like, he, he doesn't want to know. And my, my darling aunt who, um, who does work for me uh, quite often, she'll, she'll come in and as soon as I start talking, and like obviously she's my aunt, I've known her my whole life. And oh my gosh. Every, and I, I probably talked about 15, 20 phone calls a day at least. Uh, wow. She's not working in here because she lives about an hour away. And so when when she when every time I ring her, there is not a phone call where we don't talk about it. And that's normally when you'll hear her hang up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I got to say, uh, we could roll the credits now because that line that you're that was the deaf, best deaf in one ear and ignorant in the other is probably the best one liner in the history of the yep. that's, that's demand that's cast. Because okay, I do say it to his face. So that's <laughs> so so funny. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's great. So, so Fiona, let's, um, what, what's next for fusion tees t-shirts? So are you wanting to add more print technologies? Are you kind of maxed out right now? Are you wanting to be on additional platforms? Like what's the future of your business? Yeah. Basically what Travis is asking is what else can we talk you into buying and letting us know how it works? (laughs) (laughs) Almost almost anything. Look, I didn't actually know about direct to film, but I do now. Mm. So, um, but the Oak is kind of, taken it's very similar here yeah sure. um and the best part is we don't have to order transfers and wait for them i just do the artwork and we push mm-hmm. print. um so where, where are we headed now hopefully well now we've got the deco network we're looking at um letting people set up their own stores like you guys do let them set up their own stores and then we just yeah. are essentially a print fulfillment set um center mm-hmm. which like i said is what we've been doing but we have been setting up the stores for people so mm-hmm. we do a lot yeah. of like I said before, charities and organisations and things. Sure. And so we were doing that and trying to get it all to fit into the Shopify, mm. which just became an absolute mess. So now yeah. everybody can set up their own store. I don't have to spend, you know, six hours a day setting up artwork sure. and things for yeah. people. Sure. Um, and then we can just focus on the printing. I mean, I'm, look, yeah. I still, I'm still looking at keeping the local businesses and any new local jobs that come in, but rather than doing up proofs and then sending them back and forward and back and forward. We yeah. just set them up with a store and then as they order, they continue to order. It's easier for them. It's easier for us. Yeah. So, so the yeah. hope is we'll be um, grow, outgrowing this facility very, very soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this facility, I'm just curious, this facility is on your property, right? It, yeah, is, it is, is that yeah. where it is? Okay. So, so if what, if you do outgrow it, are you going to build another facility on your property, add on to that one or move off your property? What's the plan yeah, there? Yeah, no, no, it'll be on the property. So um, we had a three-bay shed, which is roughly – it's not as big as I'd like it to be. It's roughly 60 feet by 20 feet. It's funny in Australia, okay. everyone talks in metres, but I'm I sure. can't sort of my head around <laughs> that. So um, I was brought up with feet and inches, so that's it. Um, and so that's essentially everything's crammed in at the moment. And we've got mm-hmm. a storeroom aside from that and with a couple of shipping containers yeah. and things and we've got the office in the house. And then um, the, way, the, the way the farm works is I used to run it and then we had a little bit of a falling out over who did a better job. So <laughs> he now, I used to term loosely, runs the farm. It, he doesn't run it. He just, he just sits there. But the sheep run it. So sheep run themselves. <laughs> Let's hope he doesn't listen to this, but it's the truth. Um, so we had an old house on the place in which we've knocked down. So I've got a, an air, a, a block of land. Everything hmm. I own is in a, inside a post and rail fence on the house block and the rest of it's surrounded by the farm, which is his land. So um, that's up for discussion. But so that there's, a, there's enough room there to build quite a few thousand yeah. square foot facility, double, double, nice. um, double story yeah. if we want to. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That would be fantastic. Then we'll yeah, move so all of our fulfillment to you. Yeah. We'll, we'll all move to Australia. Australia. Yeah. Australia. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So, uh, Fiona, you know uh, that this is the point of every interview where we ask uh, the guests three questions that we have here that are part of what we like to call the magic questions. 
Absolutely Some crazy mad, how bro. we are not copyright struck ever. Uh, I've got to say, I do, I do love that bumper though, and seeing the t-shirts <laughs> on there when, because I think when Travis first mentioned it, I didn't know you could, because we watched, did listen through Spotify, so I always have the phone on now and have yeah. it mm-hmm. um, podcasted. Cast to the telly, so I can watch it on the telly now. So yeah, I love. Oh, that's awesome! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Every time we upload it to YouTube, uh, YouTube says no copyright strikes. So there you go. We are under the radar until they heard. Apparently, yeah. (laughs) 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 All right, Travis. uh, All right, hit hit. Let's go with the first magic question. Okay, if you Fiona had one print-on-demand tip to offer. What would it be? Um, if I could give two, the first one would be obviously listen to the podcast. Um, and <laughs> the, the second one would probably be you You have to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have, you've just got to give it a go. What's the worst that can happen? I'm, obviously, like you could go broke. But, I mean, <laughs> don't, don't jump in sort of all at once. But at least have. If it's what you want to do, give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So awesome. don't don't give up too quickly is what no, I hear you saying. And look, if, if, you, if you really want to learn embroidery, prepare to be drunk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, seriously, no. Yeah, don't don't be put off yet. <laughs> just like, like yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, feel, or you can like, outsource uh... it. You can outsource it to us <laughs> yeah. or Fiona and, exactly, you know, problem yeah. solved. So do you? You guys do embroider. You don't do it yourself, though, do you, Travis? Because you're smarter than that. No, no we're, I am not here. smarter than that. It's here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. See, and you love every minute of it. There you go. I don't. I don't <laughs> personally do it. <laughs> Touch it. Oh, see, that's just be real here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm still waiting for Melco to reimburse me for my medical bills because my liver failed. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking so much alcohol. Um, so, okay, ne- next one. Uh, let's go with. Tell us about a time when something happened in your business that felt like a failure. You've talked about not stopping and and really believing in yourself. Was there a moment in your business where something happened where you had to really kind of step back and say, okay, is this what I want to do? Because this didn't go how I wanted it to. And how did you overcome that? Um, yeah, so there's, well, I was going to say, if we've got all day, there's quite a few. Um, <laughs> And so, but way back at the start, I, I guess um, I'll, I'll make it, it's quite a long story, but I'll make it quite brief for you, hopefully. Um, when I got out of the uh, domestic embroidery machines, I, the reason I got out of those was I found one online, an industrial twin head unicorn we'll go with. And as we know, <laughs> it looks like it's good, but when you get up close, it's just a horse or a donkey wearing a horn so (laughs) I spent all this money on it that I like I invested everything that I had to buy it it would have been cheaper to buy a new one I wasn't really that sort of up to it and so when I got it it was broken and Mm. it never ran properly Mm. and then the technician that was servicing it um at the time sold me the the um Avantes that we've got now but he also sold me the M2 which was a lemon Mm. from day one so I probably should have learned from the first thing I bought through him, but um, look, I wasted a good forty, fifty thousand dollars that I didn't have, and I was oh, that was no. probably the lowest. Jeez. Yeah, that was probably the lowest point that I've sort of. That wasn't just for the one machine. That was because, yeah, you, like you know yourself, you just keep throwing money at things. Um, that was the lowest point I've had as a business, and I thought if I didn't have that, um, I guess you'd say the love for the the printing and embroider embroidery more so at that point because that's all I had. I yeah. would have just walked away. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. Wow. No, that's, uh, I'm, I'm, that's amazing. I mean, that you continue to, you know, kind of come back from, from that, you know, with that being one of your first experiences, I could see how that would yeah. cause a lot of people to just, you know, put their tail between their legs and never come back. So kudos to yeah. you for yeah. sticking around and pushing through that. Thank you. And and also the, the upside of that is, like I was saying before, you, there's always a positive is that if I hadn't have bought that um, the M2 printer and had the nightmares I had, I wouldn't have met Tone, I wouldn't have bought Fusion mm-hmm. and I would have probably been dead in the water because, um, as I'm sure a lot of people know, you sold these printers. I'm not sure if it's the same over there. And they say, oh, look, you know, it's essentially a business in a box. I don't didn't know the first thing about Illustrator or 
we were told, yeah. oh, you just go It's and not buy a your business artwork. in a box. <laughs> no, no, far from it. And so since meeting Tone, now I've got this amazing senior graphic designer and mentor and everything else. And so, yeah, yeah without him, it would have, um, we would have been dead in the water. So, I mean, there's the silver lining in that. It cost yeah. me a fortune, but <laughs> we, yeah. we got something out of it. That's amazing. That's awesome. All right, Travis, one more? Yeah. All right. Well, you mentioned, you've mentioned Tone being kind of a mentor to you. You've mentioned us. So I won't ask you the question about how important mentoring relationships and, you know, being <laughs> in community with other people of like-minded, you know, uh, you know just in like-minded uh, ideas is important because we know that that's important. So I'm going to ask you the other one. If you had to start all over, you lost all your contacts. You don't know Tone anymore. <gasps> Actually, yeah, you, you know what? Up. You can own, you can know him, but you don't have anything, you know, you don't have any print equipment. Um, yep. What would you do first? Um, after I cried and probably <laughs> um, far too much at the alcohol shop. Um, after that, I, see, and it's funny because I hear, I hear you ask other people this question. I'm like, it's so easy to answer. But now I'm here. What would I do? I'd probably... Um, I, I would I would go about things a completely different way to how I did at the start. Hmm. I, I would take the knowledge. I'm, I'm guessing I still have the knowledge I have. I just don't. Of course, sure. Have the business. Yeah, I, I don't think I would be like a little kid in a lolly shop and go. I'm having one of these, one of these, one of these, one of these. I'd pick hmm. one. It wouldn't be embroidery. <laughs> pick one process <laughs> and just start with that. Um, so for me, it would probably be either uh, DTG, which is Look, if embroidery wasn't listening, I'd say that was my favorite process. Um, or the wide <laughs> format printer, yeah. Okay. And start there. That's awesome. And so, what and would you do? Work. Like, how would you get clients? How would you, um, would you, yeah, I'm just curious. I'm going to keep digging, I guess. So, um, keep talking. Yeah. So, I guess <laughs> I would, I would use the things that I've learned over the past what, six or seven years. And, because now I've got a better idea of what people actually want. Like when I started with Deco Network, okay. we had it so people could put their own designs on and it cost us a fortune because um, people just aren't confident enough that it's going to come out looking good if they're choosing the placement. That was the feedback we got. Um, so I think I would set it up the way we're looking to do now. I would just possibly outsource a lot of the things until I knew they were going to work and then I'd invest in the technology. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I'd look, I'd still sign up to Deco Network and okay. I sound like I'm plugging them. That's that's not that's not the case. I, I don't <laughs> get paid. Um, but it's just, you know, it, it's been an absolute game changer um, the way we do things. So, yeah, and probably reach out to a lot of the businesses and organisations that um, we have a – sorry, going back, um, you did a, a podcast and you mentioned Simon Sinek, I think his name was. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, naturally, the personality I have, I went and bought all these books and read them all. Um, and I found that my why is probably not unlike yours from what I've heard, is just to help people and, and yeah. try to make a difference in the world. Yeah, so I'd probably reach out to the organisations. I'm, mm. I like animals more than people, so they would probably <laughs> be my first call. Um, That's yeah, awesome. And just, so yeah, you do, you have... I was actually talking to Josiah. I was like, she has a sheep farm. She probably knows all about sheep disease. And you just confirmed it. You like, <laughs> you like animals more than people. Yes. And it's funny because when I was actually listening to that podcast this morning, that just happened to be the one we were. And that's why we're now on the fifth term round because we've just finished the fourth. And um, But last night I actually said to Chris, my husband, I said, oh, have you ever heard sheep disease? And he looked at me like I was stupid. And he said, yeah, which disease? And I'm like, no, no, sheep disease. And he's, he just did not get it. He got out of his like, <laughs> book and he's like, I know it's not in here. I thought, yeah. yeah. That's, um, that's, pushing that's pull uphill, but yes. <laughs> we, we do get a bit of sheep disease and we, we do have customers that um, you do have to just fire. They're just, mm. it, it's, yep. yeah. they're just not a good fit for whatever reason. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Fiona, as we wind down here, uh, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to to come on to the show. I want to give you an opportunity to plug your shop, Fusion, Fusion T-shirts, let people know where they can find you, follow you, find out more about you, support what you're doing. Um, so before we uh, wrap up, go ahead and let everyone know where they can find you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. So we are, um, we're online. 
awkward, I suppose, if we weren't being in Australia. But <laughs> sorry. Um, so it's www.fusiont-shirts. So f u s i o n t e s h i r t s, just to be different. Uh, .com.au. And so you jump on there. There's actually a, a link where you can create your own Deco Network store. So any customers that aren't in Australia or are in Australia anyway, um, if you want to expand and start selling in Australia, we're more than happy to have anyone. Um, yeah. So we're, we're there. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Now that we've got a new girl starting, we will be a bit more on Facebook and Instagram. It's just been a bit too hard to do that on my sure. own. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's that's pretty, and we're we're like and, um, yourselves. We don't. Uh, we we did look at having a fee to set up the Deco Network, but then we figured, look, it's not costing us anything. Just yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. just share the love, I suppose. <laughs> well, then you're also in our Facebook group, of course. If people mm-hmm. want to reach out to you, they Definitely. can come into the Facebook group and tag you um, in a question or whatever. But um, yeah. I I would imagine there's probably people. I mean, I like I like I said earlier, I have used you to fulfill some orders for me. Um, and, uh, I'm just going to call you out right now, Fiona, you need to, you need to send me that invoice so I can, uh, invoice <laughs> that client. yeah, well, um, yeah. yeah I, um, 14 hour days. I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they've been 18 hours lately, but hopefully that'll start easing up soon. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm not complaining. Wow. Like, I, you know, I love yeah. Work. yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Fiona, thank you so much for coming on the show and, uh, and been supporting us and, uh, Forcing your employee to listen to us five times over. <laughs> that's that's oh, quite all right. Hopefully, my, my aunt did say after the first three episodes, she said, "I can't anymore." And it's not <laughs> you guys. It's not you guys. It's just because she hears about print on demand day in day out. But she did say mm. the other day, "This is one she may listen to." So. We'll, oh, hey. well, shout out to your Anne if she's listening to this episode. Yeah. And see, don't tell her that we shouted her out. See if she made it to 46 minutes in. To oh, find she'll out. be in here listening to it. She won't have <laughs> a choice. Okay. 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 All right. Well, uh, enjoy the rest of your day working, uh, Fiona's aunt, as you're listening to this show. Um, but yeah, Fiona, thank you so much. Hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. Let us know how the rest of Tuesday is as we are about to enter Tuesday. So, uh, but thank you so much, and uh, hopefully we'll do this again soon. Yep, no worries. Thanks, guys. We want to thank Fiona again for taking time out of her day uh, there in Australia to come on the show. The time difference still blows my mind for some reason. I <laughs> I probably spent like legitimately five minutes really trying to figure out the time difference in Australia because I was just trying to wrap my mind. What is happening? Like, how is it not going to be in the middle of the night for her? I don't know. I have no grid for... <laughs> time outside of the the contiguous united states no idea if it's right. not if it's past eastern time zone google it it's my it's, it's my <laughs> motto. uh but uh, travis i thought i thought she did really well i know she mentioned a couple of times before she pressed record that she was she was nervous um but after the interview she said that well, that wasn't that wasn't scary at all which which we knew it wouldn't be because it's, it, right. We are in real life like we are on the show. So how do you think it went now that it's all wrapped? Yeah, I think I think she did great. I don't think anybody – if we wouldn't have said anything, no one would have known she was nervous. She did a great yeah. job. She communicated, um, you know, well. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I, I love her story. I love her drive. I love her passion for, for helping people. Um, I think that's why she, one of the reasons why she's so active in our Facebook group. Yeah. Um, cause she just wants to help people, you know, and, yep. and you could tell like with her work with charity and all of these different things, she's really kind of going for it. So, um, it was good finally also just actually getting to talk to her. Cause I've had a lot of like Facebook messages with her as we were going through, um, some of the orders, um, that she fulfilled for me. And, yeah. um, she's just, she's really kind. And, you know, when we were messaging back and forth, but you can tell, um, now that we've actually talked over, you know, face to face, so to speak, um, you can tell that it's, it's real, it's genuine. And, um, yeah, she's, she's a good person. She's a great person to, to kind of know and, and just have in our corner and as part of the print on demand cast community. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, you alluded to it, um, before we went to the, the interview, but she talked a lot about when we asked one of the questions, as far as a time, something felt like a failure and, how she talked mm-hmm. about, wow, this, this really, you know, I, I spent $50,000 I didn't have. And then right. she was quick to follow it up with, but 
if that didn't happen, then I would have never met Tone. I would have never done this. And and so right. it just really speaks to how sometimes it's it's hard to kind of see the the bigger picture when you're in the thick of it. Kind of like you, it's hard to see the forest through the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, but that it is it is good to 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 realize that sometimes the failures set you up for something different than maybe you had in mind, but the setback is is not necessarily the end. It's just kind of a readjustment to something that you didn't even think was going to happen. And so failure oftentimes, if you keep going, I always I always reference the Winston Churchill quote that failure is that success is moving from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. But it's really mm-hmm. it really is true because if had Fiona quit at that moment, she would not have gotten fusion t-shirts. She wouldn't be building the business to where yeah. it is over the last six years. I mean, it's the failure is is a is a very um, good learning opportunity if you learn to embrace the suck, which is another often <laughs> parroted and touted and saying, but it's true. Yep, I totally agree. Yeah, she she's a uh, she went through it and she's she is on the other side of it, you know, in in some ways. And uh, so she's kind of proof that if you stick with something long enough and put enough you know, passion and and hard work into it, you can succeed. Um, yeah. And I think that's, that is the, that is one of the biggest and most important lesson that anybody listening to any print on demand uh, media, you know, be it YouTube or this podcast or another person's podcast, that's like the number one lesson in print on demand. Cause you ain't going to get yeah. rich overnight. <laughs> You're not going to get, it's not success overnight. It's just not, Yeah. Um, you gotta work hard and, you know, and she's done that and she's, and the proof is in the pudding, I guess, is all I'll yep. say. Yep, 100%. So, again, Fiona, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, hopefully, your own interview provided you with some gold nuggets when you inevitably have listened to this for the third time. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. Um, those around you, I mean, I think everyone's going to gain a lot of inspiration and a lot of nuggets mm-hmm. from much she had to say so um with that everybody thank you guys so much for listening again to another episode of the print on demand cast i know we alluded to it in the interview but travis and i are always very thankful for uh anybody's listenership and whether you've listened to the show once or you listen to the show five times or this is your first time listening to a single episode thank you guys so much for for clicking play for clicking subscribe um, if you want to know more, if you want to be a part of the conversation, of course, as always, you can join the Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash group slash print on demand cast. You can join the group, the conversation. Uh, if you have a question for Fiona, that's where you can go. She's very active in that Facebook group as well. Uh, we have an Instagram, instagram.com slash print on demand cast. You can find us there. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. This is another video version of this is going to be on YouTube every Friday at three o'clock. Mountain Standard Time, of course, because we live in Colorado. None of that Eastern stuff because I don't live on the East Coast. Three o'clock Mountain Standard Time, but the video version is also on Spotify. Um, so you can avail yourself of that as well. And so if you're wondering about these bumpers that we keep referencing when we show guests or throw them on the screen, you're going to want to watch the video version. Just do it. So if you're listening, though, on the Apple Podcast app, Uh, Please take time and leave us a five-star review and let us know what you think of the show. You can rate us also on Spotify in the podcast feed. There's a little star button. Click that, rate it, and let us know what you think of the show. But if you're not listening on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, don't worry because we are on like nine other platforms, (laughs) of which I don't even know all of them. Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, who knows? But we're there. We're there. So. Wherever there are podcasts, the POD cast is there for you. If you don't do social media, we understand. You can email us, info at printondemandcast.com. Let us know if you have any questions, any topic suggestions, any guest suggestions, whatever it is we want to hear from you. So, Travis, anything else before we wrap this thing up? Not a thing. That was a great interview. Appreciate you, Fiona and Fiona's aunt. Hello. If you made it this far, uh, just wanted to give you a shout out. A second shout out to Fiona's aunt and a shout out to the new employee. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations for finding a POD position. And uh, I can tell from the interview, Fiona is an awesome boss. So you are very lucky to be working in such an awesome <laughs> shop with such an awesome boss. So um, anyway, thank you guys so much for uh, Travis. I'm just saying we'll see you next time right here on the Print on Demand cast. See ya. 
Hey, babe, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.